You're listening to Let's Talk Cuyahoga, a podcast that explores county initiatives and pulls back the curtain to reveal the work and the people who are driving Cuyahoga County forward. This is a special episode of the podcast with an announcement about the second round of initiatives proposed for funding using the American Rescue Plan. You'll hear from the county executive, County Council President Purnell Jones Jr., and Yvonne Conwell from County Council District 7. Here's County Executive Armand Budish. Last week, we began to introduce our plans for the ARPA dollars. Our plans result from a comprehensive community process for gathering suggestions and proposals. Our aim is twofold, to help speed our recovery from the crisis and to transform the county for the future. We described a dozen initiatives we intend to bring forward to County Council, which should fulfill these goals. They include funds for a new food bank building, services provided by the Board of Health, inmate vaccine incentives, PPE, and cybersecurity. More ambitious plans include providing emergency placements for children, incentivizing brownfield cleanup, and developing a pipeline for the development of workforce talent. Today, we'll present seven more proposed initiatives. Now, County Council President Purnell Jones Jr. with more on ARPA funding for small business assistance. Small businesses are the lifeblood of our community. Most jobs come from small businesses. What will we do without the neighborhood restaurant, bar, or hairstylist? The pandemic hit small businesses particularly hard. These businesses typically operate on small margins without significant reserves. A business interruption, even temporarily, can be devastating. During the height of the crisis, many were forced to close their doors for months at a time or forever. To help small businesses survive, we have provided $7 million in assistance. About half went to minority-owned businesses. While the pandemic seems to be winding down, at least for now, many small businesses continue to suffer hanging on by their fingernails. So we're proposing to add another $2 million to our Small Business Stabilization Fund. We want small businesses to survive and thrive now and after the COVID crisis. With more on arts and culture support in the ARPA initiative, here's County Executive Armand Budish. Cuyahoga County can boast of great arts and culture. It's one of our strengths. Arts and culture enhances our lives, attracts young people to the area, and encourages businesses to locate here. The world knows of our tremendous orchestra, art museum, and rock hall. And we can't forget our smaller venues like Karamu and our many individual artists. But the pandemic has hit our arts and culture community hard. Events have been canceled or postponed. Thousands of people in the field have been laid off and many millions of dollars of revenue have been lost. Some organizations have closed and others are teetering. My wife and I had the pleasure of seeing Pretty Woman at the Connor Palace recently. The show was fun, but for me the best part was seeing so many people attending the event. We really are opening back up. But the impact of the pandemic, the financial and personnel losses have not disappeared. We will recommend that Council contribute $3.3 million of our ARPA funds for arts and culture to help our artists and institutions survive and thrive. 
With ARPA funding for homeless shelter improvements, here's Yvonne Conwell from County Council District 7. We are proposing to begin a major effort to transform the care of people experiencing homelessness in the region. But let's first start at the beginning by asking, what is homelessness? It's the condition of lacking stable, safe, and adequate housing, and it's a major problem in cities all over the country. We're no exception. Thankfully, Cuyahoga and Cleveland are not in the top 10 or worst 10 for homelessness. In fact, out of 389 counties, we're ranked 53rd, which is better than Indianapolis, Atlanta, and Charlotte. But putting rankings aside, we have too many people who lack stable housing, and it's our responsibility to provide them with safe and adequate shelter. It's really tough to live on the streets and under bridges. People who are often homeless are often taken advantage of, harmed, and abused. For example, the news recently reported the shootings of homeless men in Washington and New York. What's the solution to homelessness? The city of Los Angeles recently addressed its homeless problem by just closing encampments. That's a really bad approach. We're better. The Cleveland-Cuyahoga County Continuum of Care supports two large homeless shelters, 2100 Lakeside for 400 men and Norma Herr for 200 women. Both are congregate settings with large dorm-like housing. That's better than people sleeping on the streets, but it's far from ideal. What's needed is major transformation of the homeless care system. Our goal is to provide modern, dignified, temporary emergency shelter, stabilize people, treat addictions and mental health problems, help them get jobs and move people into permanent supportive housing and affordable housing in the community. And we need to treat specialized populations like veterans, young people and seniors with specialized housing and services. With more on ARPA funding for the microgrid, here's County Executive Armand Butish. People, organizations, and businesses across the country depend on the electricity grid to keep the lights on. But the reliability of the U.S. power grid is becoming increasingly fragile. For example, a disastrous power failure in Texas caused by severe winter storms left millions of people and businesses in the dark for, for as much as four days. Hurricane Florence in North Carolina caused a million residents and businesses to lose power for up to two weeks. And remember when tree limbs fell on a power line in Ohio, turning off the lights from here to the East Coast? And there's the risk that hackers sitting in their basements in Iowa or in Russia can bring down the grid. For business owners, a power outage for even even an hour, let alone a day or a week, can have terrible costs and consequences. When a manufacturer's production line is turned off, the interruption and costs to turn the line back on can be huge. Data companies could see their stored work disappear. Medical research could be lost. In Greater Cleveland, we begin with a built-in advantage over other parts of the country. Peter Krauss wrote an article titled, Without Hurricanes and Water Shortages, is the climate Cleveland's new selling point. He explained how businesses wanted to avoid weather-related disruptions. Krauss ended his article quoting Ned Hill, professor of economic development at Ohio State, saying, come to Ohio where it's climatically boring. 
While that's a great start to attract businesses seeking reliable electric power, we can do even better by offering a unique solution, microgrids. Microgrids work like giant generators, allowing a business to keep electricity flowing even if the grid fails. By islanding off the main grid, hooking up to a microgrid can guarantee a business that it won't lose power for more than five minutes in a year. That's very attractive for many businesses that can't afford business interruptions and can be an awesome business attraction tool. And microgrids offer even more than reliability. They enhance the ability to use alternative green energy sources, and they can provide electricity at or below the costs of electricity provided by the grid. But most important is the reliability. By creating microgrids, we can offer the most reliable electricity anywhere. And that fits our region perfectly. Because in the face of adversity, the citizens of Cuyahoga County are resilient. Just look at our resilient sports fans. The Cuyahoga County Council last year recognized the unique power of microgrids and authorized the creation of a county utility to provide microgrids in key locations around the county. We're now proposing to provide $600,000 of ARPA funds for the initial engineering design and the preparation of an RFP to go out to microgrid developers and investors. We're confident that this RFP will draw significant interest. With the help of a grant from the Cleveland Foundation and working with a team of experts, we previously put out an RFI and 11 of the biggest grid operators and developers expressed significant interest. And those developers also indicated they wanted to invest in the project. So we anticipate the money the county will spend will be limited to advanced preparation with the developer-investor bearing the bulk of the costs. With the funds from the Cleveland Foundation, we also surveyed the interests of businesses around the country in hooking up to one of our microgrids. And based on the results, we are very optimistic the microgrids will transform the region by attracting new businesses, we can become the most resilient region in the nation. And now Yvonne Conwell from County Council District 7 talks about the ARPA funding plan for Irishtown Bend. An oil slick on the Cuyahoga River caught fire in 1969. It only burned about 30 minutes and caused minimal damage, but it became a national embarrassment that harmed Cleveland's reputation for many years after. Now imagine what would happen if the hillside caved in and blocked shipping on the river for months or longer, resulting in the loss of billions of dollars of shipping revenues. I don't know if we'd ever recover. We can't let that happen. It's unthinkable. But if we don't take action now, it could happen. To stabilize the hillside, Cleveland, the port, and the county have come together with each pledging $2.5 million to fund the work. Other partners include NOACA, the Sewer District, ODOT, the Metro Parks, RTA, the Cleveland Cuyahoga County Port Authority, Greater Cleveland Partnership, the Land Studio, Ohio City, Inc., Cleveland Metropolitan Housing Authority, and West Creek Conservancy. This project not only protects shipping on the river, it also will enable the creation of a beautiful public park on the top of the hillside, 
we'll be able to enjoy a great public space overlooking active shipping on the Cuyahoga County River. We've already contributed $1.7 million to improve Franklin Boulevard down to Columbus Road, which connects the park to the flats and the Ohio City neighborhood. When this community comes together, we get things done. With information about the ARPA funding plan for vacant lots and gardens, here's County Executive Armin Budish. Driving in the city or one of our inner ring suburbs, you might notice a ton of empty lots that aren't used for anything. What an eyesore. These lots may be sites where homes used to stand. They stand as a warning of residential decline, a blot on a neighborhood. They may become ugly, dangerous garbage dumps. But these lots can be reclaimed, and that can revitalize a neighborhood. Think about how wonderful it would be if these spaces were reimagined and turned into community gardens, or they might be transformed into pocket parks, playgrounds, event spaces, or green spaces for outdoor enjoyment. We are partnering with the County Land Bank to identify and make properties available. We're also partnering with two grassroots organizations, Food Strong and Riddall, to work with community residents who will adopt these spaces as their own. We're proposing to provide $400,000 for this vacant lot restoration project. This project can transform neighborhoods, bring residents closer together, beautify ugly street scars, and even turn vacant lots into financially viable urban use programs. With the ARPA funding plan for lead mitigation, here's County Council President Purnell Jones, Jr. Lead poisoning is a continuing health crisis for our kids. Over 80% of homes in Cuyahoga County were built before 1978. That's the year when consumer uses of lead were banned by the federal government. As the lead paint in homes gets older, it peels and cracks, and lead is released into the home environment. Children can be poisoned when they swallow or breathe in lead dust. A child who is exposed to lead can be seriously and permanently harmed, as lead can cause damage to the brain and nervous system, slow development, learning and behavior problems, lower IQ, and decrease the ability to pay attention. The county is spending millions of dollars on high quality pre-K programs to give kids a good start in life. But all that money may not produce the expected outcomes for a child with brain damage due to lead poisoning. The key to preventing exposure is repairing homes to prevent lead from being a hazard. Unfortunately, that is very expensive. The county has previously committed $800,000 a year for five years to the Lead Safe Cleveland Coalition to help abate lead in Cleveland homes. The County Board of Health is investing over $5 million over three years for lead paint remediation in Cleveland's suburban communities. And now we're proposing con to contribute another $1.8 million to the Board of Health to further eliminate lead hazards from homes in the suburbs. While there's a lot more to do, every bid helps. Altogether, this means we'll be investing $11 million over the next three years to address this serious problem. So that's another seven more proposed initiatives. As you can see, these fulfill our dual goals, 
recovery from the crisis, and transformation of the county long-term. As with the initiatives proposed last week, we'll be introducing these to council for their consideration. And next week, we'll have even more for you. This is a special episode of Let's Talk Cuyahoga. You've just heard from County Executive Armand Budish, County Council President Purnell Jones Jr., and Devon Conwell from County Council District 7. Let's Talk Cuyahoga is a podcast that explores Cuyahoga County initiatives and the people who make them happen. Get notified about new episodes and announcements by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. If you have any comments or questions about this podcast or have a topic you'd like us to take on in a future episode, please email communications at cuyahogacounty.us. Let's Talk Cuyahoga.